burnout happens when our stress exceeds our ability to cope. So today, we're addressing the typical ways we attempt to cope with stress. We get honest about our poor strategies, talk about our tendencies to ignore, numb, and control, and finish up by sharing some lifestyle changes that can help us face and successfully deal with the stress in our lives. Thanks for being here. the host of the Girl on a Hill podcast, where we encourage you to stop hiding, start shining, and to be the woman you were created to be. You can download Girl on a Hill podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and now let's head to the hill. Hey, welcome to Girl on a Hill. Today I've got Sydney Hello. and Crystal hey. with me, and um, we are going to talk about something we're not good at today. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. You know, this seems to be a pretty popular theme. <laughs> yes, it's a theme. It's been a theme this month. Like, we're really good at stress. Yes. Not so great at dealing with it. Yeah. Absolutely. Today. Not proud, no. but very good at it. It's being aware is the first step yes, to you. healing. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And we're going to actually, that is. Like step one, when we get to the good, oh, to good strategies. <laughs> but Here today we we're talking about coping skills. Uh, yeah, yeah. And when I told them this was the topic, like they all just laughed. Like <laughs> I feel like you probably feel this at home. Like yeah, I literally all day today. I've just been like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got a wildlife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Feel like Toulouse or whatever. But it is. I cope, but poorly. Yeah. I have strategies, but they're not working. My strategies are not proven effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or healthy. True. Uh, my sister has put it, she said, just because you do it that way doesn't yeah. mean it's actually effective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just thought, okay, I wanted to go here, even though it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. because... Like we said a couple weeks ago, burnout occurs mm-hmm. when the stress we're experiencing exceeds our capacity to cope. Right. And I don't want to be in burnout. Yes. Exactly. I don't want to be there. And that mental exhaustion, because we all understand what that feels like, Yes, is a slow erosion of coping skills. Mm-hmm. So let's get some good coping skills so yeah. they don't erode. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> coping refers to... Conscious strategies used to reduce unpleasant emotions. Okay. I want to, I would like to reduce my unpleasant emotions. Yeah. I really would. Now, I really liked this definition because it hurts me. (laughs) That's That's not really a good leeway here. (laughs) I'm just keeping it real. Dealing successfully with problems or difficult situations. Okay. So, successfully hurts Uh because that's not me so much. And then this one is even worse to face and deal with responsibilities, problems, or difficulties, especially successfully or in a calm manner. Oh, I don't like like you had to put the calm in. Right. Right. Well, that has a bunch of words I hate. Okay. So successfully again, I don't like that because I'm not doing that. I don't like the word face. Yeah. Yeah. And deal with it. Yeah. Oh, I hate that phrase. Uh-uh. Because um yeah, we're gonna get into <laughs> su- successful versus unsuccessful. Uh-huh. But I really want to confront that word face. 
because most, I don't know about you guys, most of my coping strategies involve ignoring Avoided the issue design. or distracting oh, yep, that one too. myself from the problem so that I don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. doing whatever I can to not think about the badness. The facing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that one at all. I don't like it either. And mm. most of what I came up with is our distractors. Right. Um, in a recent study, researchers asked nearly 2,900 men and women about the stress in their lives including how long it affected them, how severe it was, and how they handled the pressure. A year later, the researchers found that the people who coped with stress by distracting themselves, dwelling on the issues, Mm -hmm. hey, overthinkers, or (laughs) trying to completely ignore their stress, Uh had higher instances of chronic insomnia. Uh, Yeah, chronic. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, three sleepless nights a week for a month or more. And we talked about that, but like in our right. sleep episode where your brain just won't shut off. Right. But we think ignoring is such a great strategy. <laughs> and your body's like literally can't ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Another <laughs> wow. it's, it's true. Another study down out of Texas in 2021 showed that not acknowledge I don't like this. Not acknowledging our emotions actually makes them stronger. Mm-hmm. Resist and it persists. Uh-huh. That's what Dr. Caroline Leaf's always talking about on hers. Yeah. Yes. Stuff thrives in the dark. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Pretending it away does is not effective. You're very wimpy today. I'm sorry. Keep going. I wrote in all bold like this terrifies me because this is my signature move. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> this is that's your. This what is, is Becky with a capital B. Like this is all me. And another study, like all of these, like dang you, science. Yeah. Another study done out of Italy during the lockdown shows that ignoring and suppressing any of our negative emotions impacts, we know it impacts our mental health, Mm -hmm. but it impacts your physical health, Mm -hmm. affecting your blood pressure Mm -hmm. and memory Mm -hmm. with an increased risk of diabetes and heart disease. Yay! Wow. I know. So, so welcome so to the show. Pin- Congratulations. So your stops working. Yeah. Your insulin's not even working when you suppress and your I, And your memory. Uh, your heart. Like, so pretend you don't have that problem. Guess what? You get diabetes and you get memory loss. Like, yeah. Super fun. Wow. Yeah. I don't like any of this. <laughs> so all of those studies, and I will say my personal experience, to say ignoring stress or a problem doesn't work. It does not work. It doesn't. Fair enough. You're right. You're right. Yes. I would really like it to work. <laughs> yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but just like anything, it doesn't solve the problem. No, it's still and we there. know that yeah. when we do that. We're still lean to say, just go, you know. You, you got to go, go through, through it. it. Yeah. I think she has some good scoping, coping skills she that must. are that are healthy. Yeah. yeah. She's not here to talk about them. So she I'm likes lo- She them. likes logic. Yeah. yeah, like what are the facts? Tell yeah. me the facts, which I do like, but it takes me a long time to get uh-huh. there, not naturally. And when I'm in the heat of the moment, it's like, I don't care about your facts. Yeah. <laughs> I have feelings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saber, got it. This is, I do not recommend. <laughs> I would not tell a friend. Okay. <laughs> don't do what I do. But I think, though, so I think this is really hard, and I put, because I know this is how I learned as a kid, was like the way you deal with your issues and your feelings were suck it up. Uh-huh. Toughen up. Big kids don't cry. Feel it. Yeah. Like. Right. Yeah. In our house, like you didn't, you yeah. did not have feelings. Or you went and had them in your room. Right. Yeah. 
Well, as an adult, I mean, honestly, we don't portray our actual feelings. That is, we're really good fakers. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, not alone in that. No, we're not. It's, yeah. So all this to say, we're really good at ignoring. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just start there at the baseline. Mm -hmm. So um, healthy coping I'm going to define healthy versus unhealthy. And then some really cool, like, in-betweenies, if, you, if you're not quite ready to go all the way. <laughs> baby steps. Yes, baby Let's steps. take some baby steps. Yeah. So healthy coping is proactively taking steps to address stressful emotions or experiences in a way that protects your well-being. And I like the word proactive. Mm-hmm. I like addressing stress and protecting your well-being. Like, what is in the best interest of me as a whole person? Sounds nice. It sounds nice. Because <laughs> we actually don't take very good care of ourselves. We yeah, don't ever. Going, yeah. When do you go, no. hmm, how would be best to take care of myself right now? I'll be like, you got to deal with it. Yeah. But in my way, which is probably still not coping properly. Mm-hmm. So, Or we'll take care of like one part, like, but then forget that our body and our brain is connected and mm-hmm. only address a piece. Yeah, I have too many expectations on mm-hmm. myself. Right, was the conversation I've already had today. Yes, just myself. Yeah. So I think that's very true. That is a topic coming in November or December. Coming up, it is because that's yeah. a it's a huge issue. I mean, yeah. that's something yes. that really adds to our 100%. stress mm-hmm. for sure, and we do it to ourselves. Yep. So we're yeah. we're our own worst enemies. Yes, we are. We are. Yeah. Now, unhealthy coping involves thinking of. I did not like that part. Or doing things that have negative physical, mm-hmm. psychological, or emotional consequences. Mm. Which it sounds like it gets all of them. You so, have one yeah, bad one. Like even thinking? Like how yeah. dare you lump my thoughts in with my physical actions? But thoughts become. Oh, yeah. However. Well, we've hmm. talked before about how we can build stuff up and mm-hmm. have conversations that will never be had. Oh, my gosh. Or that nobody's thinking of. And it definitely is going to, that is not a good coping mechanism to. No. Yeah. Not for your stress, not for Mm -hmm. your ability to forgive, not for Mm -hmm. any of that. Like, yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. We have to just start treating ourselves like a whole person and realizing that our thought life does affect. Lord willing, I can try and think that in the midst of it. (laughs) (laughs) You're a whole person, Sydney. Now, how how should you treat this whole person? I know. You think, we've been talking about this for like a year, and I still like am surprised every time. I know, right? <sighs> so as I started to prepare, I made a list. Like I just jotted down a quick list of like, okay, what are the coping mechanisms I go to mm-hmm. most often? Okay, and then I looked on the internet, and I'm not alone. Like this is oh, broad. Sure. Okay, okay, but I found that most of them are distractors. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to start there. Okay, now I wanted to have this caveat. That none of the things I'm about to talk about, with the exception of drugs, are bad things. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not inherently bad that you need to avoid completely. Yes. Um, I think the real problem with all of these things is that when we're using them to distract ourselves to the point where we're never facing mm-hmm. or never dealing with the issue. Right. Right. And later I'm going to talk about there's actually like neutral coping mechanisms and time out mechanisms and i think so some of these things are great to institute Mm -hmm. then but i think most of us don't have that self-control and these turn into never-ending spirals 
But I'm not saying you have to never do some of these things, except for drugs. I don't recommend. <laughs> yeah. And that's the first. So the numbers. I call yeah. these the numbing okay. agents. Um, so and if you're liking definitions, what is numbing? Unable to feel anything. Okay. And I love that Brene Brown says you can't numb the dark without numbing the light. Mm. I wonder if you could na- you could throw a nap into there for a numbing. Oh, I think I do. I because might have sleep. I've definitely done that. Because it shuts out the world. Yes. Well, did you hear about the thing happening in Sweden with all those refugees? Their kids just are going to sleep and are in comas for mm. pretty much the rest of their life as a coping. Because something happened or yeah. is happening and it's only in this one little country, but it's happening. I can see where sleep would definitely be a number. Because yeah. if I'm, I'm just, asleep, I'm not feeling anything. Yeah. I've That is a guilty coping mechanism so that's one of your go-tos i i think maybe not as much now yeah but in my past yeah yes well it's hard i mean because when you are a functioning adult with a job like <laughs> right. you can't just right yeah i'm gonna take a nap in the now. middle of work <laughs> right well even taking a nap too it's like maybe your body needs it because you are maybe overwhelmed with something or stressed or whatever it is i mean i i think it does go probably hand in hand but yeah, I have purposefully been like, it's yeah. nap time. I am shutting Disney out. movie now. Oh. I'm sleeping on the couch because I am not going to deal with this. Yeah. Fair enough. For sure. Yeah. I like that you said that because I don't think I have that. I thought about it, but I didn't write it down. Um, I put drugs and alcohol, mm-hmm. which. Oh, number. Right. I it's a number. It. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't ever been an issue for me, but it's heavily modeled on TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like. I mean, in all those jokes, like, mommy needs wine, yeah. you know, like, the end of the day, yeah, they're all pouring themselves. Or if something, you know, they have a breakup, they're at the bar, they, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's how people see, like, okay, how I solve my problems is I get drunk and I don't have to think about it. Corporate world? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gone out with a lot of people drinking. Yeah. I'm not a drinker. Yeah. I'm a soda drinker. Yeah. Yeah, Which exactly. is a coping mechanism that we probably will get yeah. to. <laughs> not healthy. Yeah. Um. But definitely, Take a sip of my diet there, there's yeah. there's times that I'm like I'm surprised I'm not an alcoholic right now. Right. But um, yeah. every every wing of of that definitely mm-hmm. that's uh, that I think that that is a huge it's a huge escaper huge yeah. one for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Um, and these okay. are functioning adult people too. These yeah. are not just like, not like we're the... not we're not talking. Yeah. Walker just woke up. Yeah. If you, there's a big like, silence where we're like, oh, cute baby. He's so adorable. We'll see. Okay. So then I went into a bunch of different binging behaviors. Oh, yes. That I think we all do. And mm. some of the streamers have really helped us with this behavior. Mm, that is <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Well, we'll go to that one. So I do have screens. Yeah. And that can be your phone. Uh-huh. That can be all the social medias. That's mm-hmm. TV. That's movies. That's whatever your drug of choice. Yep. yep. And everybody probably has yes one that they lean to more than the mm-hmm. others. Video games. Or- yeah. Because it is. It just takes your mind off. Even while I was playing Boggle. It's you know. Yes. <laughs> while I was playing a stupid game on my mm-hmm. phone this weekend, and one of the little dumb ad things that popped up. I just found a game that made me forget everything. It blocked out all of my problems. And I was like, oh wow. <laughs> like put that on the list. Yeah. Put that on the list. Yeah. Because it is. It's just it's mindless. Yeah. And you lose track of time. Yeah. And you're just 
Well, and you like, have something to focus on so that you've numbed out whatever that uh-huh. situation is. And with is. some of those games, you feel successful. Like, oh, oh I'm accomplishing something. Because I'm at level whatever. Like, that's not a real mm-hmm. accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not real. It's not real. And then with TV, I mean, we've talked about that in here before. Like, the with Netflix, like, it just plays. And they go, oh, yeah. well, I'm already here. So oh, Sometimes they even fault. offend you when they're like, are you still there? I know. Yeah. It's like, how Stop dare you, you ask me that? <laughs> Of course I'm still here. Yeah, it's a it's a real thing. And I had somebody point out to me lovingly. I told them to take a big um a big shut up when they told me. <laughs> But um they were like, Oh, you can actually binge read. Yeah. It's like you hush oh, your yeah. mouth. Oh yeah. Because if you're like me, I will just sit you in You shut chair. the world out. Uh-huh. You oh, fine. Fine. That's fine. how I read the whole Harry Potter series in a week. Uh-huh. Like those are big books and I had a family and responsibilities right. and it was like shh mommy's reading <laughs> and my kids had an intervention for me that week okay. okay other binging behaviors i put shopping yes or spend like they don't say retail therapy for nothing yeah that's true like yeah. people do that i've utilized that yeah it's that is a very okay i, I didn't f- think it was a real thing until i was like hmm until you're sad it's actually feel pretty good uh-huh. yeah yeah Okay, my funny story is because I am like the most practical miser in the history of ever. Uh-huh. But I was feeling really sad, but I'm not like a spendthrift. Uh-huh. And so I went on a shopping, online shopping spree, buying like the most practical, boring things ever, like soap uh-huh. and pens uh-huh. and shampoo. It was like the most boring, but it was still like, did we need all of that? No, it was just feels good in the moment. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get to the the biggest one in a second here, but I'm also putting this hyper busy behavior. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <clears throat> Not me today. It's because if I just stay moving mm-hmm. and if I just stay busy and keep working on projects, I don't actually have to deal with what's happening in my brain. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm dealing with something else that's bothering me, but I don't think that's it because I was still upset. Uh-huh. <laughs> so wasn't the answer. Oops. Yeah. But see that one, because we're like, that feels, doesn't feel, that feels so benign. Like that, that's not a bad, I'm just, I'm doing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I said, so none of these things are bad, but if you're staying busy to avoid dealing yeah. with fair, fair. Yeah. the issue, like that's a problem. Right. And that's where I, if Jolene was here, she'd say rage cleaning. I, I yeah. totally thought that for sure. I wish I had rage yeah. cleaning. Yeah. Because, no, I, I mean like, yeah, I don't want you the don't rage. Want rage. I don't want the rage part, but that, that is not my go-to. Yeah. I know it's like, hers. Ever. <laughs> yeah. I've wanted it to be. And I think I tried once and yeah. it didn't really work for me. <laughs> I was like, um, you need to change no. your poor coping device right. to another bad one. <laughs> I know, right? What's yeah. my other options? Binge eating? Okay. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. Bringing me to my last binging is yeah. food. Oh, see? Okay, yeah. I have that. I wanted to trade that for rage cleaning. Mm. Yeah. That's, Here's my question so house. that we can be relatable to our audience. What is your go-to eat my feelings food? 100% Coca-Cola. Like, when I have to have a big conversation with somebody, I seriously, like, like before I dial the phone and I know that it's going to be like confrontational. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Oh, there's food involved too, but that is 
Like your number one go-to. <laughs> well, that's yeah. definitely because I, I have to face problems at work. Mm. Like sweeping them under the carpet doesn't yeah. allow me to keep my job. Right. So, yeah, fair and enough. Coke is probably easier access at, at work than like eating a cake every time you have to make a yeah, call. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I would definitely like, I've definitely utilized chocolate before. Mm, so yeah. I'm trying to eat keto chocolate now. Okay. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to quote like more healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it doesn't feel the same, but yeah. do you have an eat my feelings food? Uh, depends if I'm in the more like I want gummies because I could chew them, oh. mm-hmm. and I usually like the Haribo because they're like a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You chew for a while, or if I want chocolate, rage I want chocolate. Chewing. Yeah, rage chewing. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I like the chew things. That's probably why I like like chewy things like cuttlefish or squid mm. or something. You know, it's really chewy. Yeah, and yeah, and that's my would be my salty. Interesting. Option. I had to pick yeah, calamari. I bake a lot. <laughs> Ice cream is probably a, like at home. That's definitely yeah. a, like if I have it. Yeah. Ice cream on the couch with my blanket. Like and jalapeno potato chips. Oh, I can yeah. go potato through chips, those. Yeah. Real. I don't buy those for that good. reason. <laughs> yeah, because they're gone. So I found this really interesting and terrible. The more exhausted you are, oh, no. and we've learned that exhaustion and stress really go their best mm-hmm. buds. Mm-hmm. The more exhausted you are, the more your body craves fat and carbs. Yeah. Oh, yay. Exhaustion yeah. is correlated with cortisol, the stress yeah. hormone. And so your body, when it gets flooded with cortisol, will seek out serotonin, a calming hormone. And the easiest way to get that is comfort food. Yeah. Hmm. So when you're stressed out and when you're tired, your body's like, Give me all the bad well, stuff. Well, think about, we talk about, I mean, we're not from the South, but we talk about comfort food there mm-hmm. of like fried chicken and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, Jeez. yeah, I mean, those are definitely mm-hmm. carbs and fat and delicious yeah. butter mm-hmm. and butter. Butter, yeah. With um, biscuits. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just got me. Mm. See, yeah. So we all we all know about eating our feelings. <laughs> yeah. We That's do that. That's not a problem. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make my feelings go away. Yeah. And it has mm-hmm. other effects I'm not a real big fan of. It's yeah. true. Okay, so those were the numbers. And then I thought these are uncomfortable too. The controllers. Mm. <laughs> the coping mm. strategies that are control freaks like me okay, know about. Okay, fantastic. Let's so get this. O- overthinking. Yeah, okay, check. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work for me. No. But I do it a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like all the, all the times. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I made up a word. Worst case scenarioing. Mm. Where I'm just, it's this little problem and I'm just going to take it to the nth. And I noticed because my son was doing it the other day. And I was like, oh, you got that from me. Yeah. And that was a real good wake up call. Like, oh, buddy. Like, when you see it on someone else, you're like, oh, what you're thinking isn't true. Then I'm like, but I know how you got there. He's like, but I've Mm. heard you say before. And I'm like, oh, crap. Man. Yeah, they listen, like, they watch, mm-hmm. but they also have their own personality yeah. that can skew that way anyway. Yeah. I mean, I've certainly done that. I don't think that's my first one, but it's a, yeah, I know about the worst case scenario. Yeah. David always says I can go from zero to freak out in 60 seconds. <laughs> like, well, we're yeah. women and we can. I, yeah. I feel like that's, yeah, that's just like on the back burner at all times. <laughs> <laughs> This is another one, and this might not seem like controlling, but it really is because you are controlling your environment. It's d- the disengaging. Yeah. When you're just, you're checked out. Yeah. Yeah. 
somewhere, somewhere where I was reading kind of described it like you're just going through the motions, observing your life as if it were a movie, yeah. but not participating in it. Yeah. And I told it where I feel like when you're on autopilot where you're just, I'm here, but mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've been on the receiving end of that with mm. my parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when you see them, they're doing stuff and you're trying to talk and, you know, have a connection yeah. and then they just, they just, sort of, they don't respond. Yeah. And they give you the weird, like, uh huh, honey, you know, where yeah. they're not paying attention. And I hate that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But now I just give smart A remarks to my mm-hmm. child when I don't want to deal with him. Yeah. So then my husband's like, hmm, you think that's the right answer? No, I know it's not, but I can't think of anything else right now. Coping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like hashtag coping over here. <laughs> yeah. It's disengaging right. is, and it's, it's easier when you're an introvert, mm-hmm. when you can rationalize, oh, that's just who I am. It's my personality. Oh, yeah. I need a break. But it, we, as an introvert, even like as an extreme introverts, understand that. Watching your life as a movie is isn't right. Home. It is not. Mm-hmm. That is not. I mean, I can admit that I have done that. Oh yeah. So same. You know. I mean, and it's a. It's just such a weird feeling. Like that apathy feeling is just mm-hmm. so weird when you're like, I'm here, but I'm not. It's just. It doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. For whatever reason, we think it feels easier than dealing with. Our pain. Well, I mean, I've I've dealt with that definitely, like on the end of burnout, of like mm-hmm. I I have nothing left to give. Yeah. But you want to be around people, but you have nothing. Yeah. To give. Yeah. And so you're there, and you're just kind of watching mm-hmm. life, and it's not. It's not good. No, that is not. It's not good for them either. No, like, you're not. You're not. You're not in it there for yeah. the relationship. You're just like, all right, I. Ate the food and I'm going home and going to sleep or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Whatever it is to yeah, cope through it because that's the thing. You're just mm-hmm. coping, you know. Okay. I have this one. Um, procrastinating oh, is a poor coping skill because honestly, if I don't, I don't have to deal with it if I just keep putting it off. And you know what I, how I use that one? This is going to be really, really terrible. I like to work under pressure. Yes, I, f- I remember you've said that. And so I utilize that as a form of like justification. Yes. Mm. So not right. Yeah. I know. I've done it too. It's yeah. in there. See, now I do the opposite, which is also a poor coping skill, but because that's a control thing and it's a. What are the right ones again? If I plan it all, we're going to get there. We haven't gone to any of the right <laughs> no, ones yet. We're just, we're admitting or someone might go, oh, wait, that's not an okay way to deal with right, my you're pain. Right. Like, right. oh, I mean, I think we all know eating our feelings and like drinking a gallon of whiskey are bad, but right. like, oh, disengaging isn't okay. Yeah. Like, but oh, sometimes you might not even being like. Being busy isn't okay. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't yeah. really check it as that. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't realize, oh, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm still there. I'm still doing this. Right. We're justifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there's yeah. an action that can uh-huh. be positive. Yeah. So, I yeah. went to church. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that count? You? Yeah. What did anyone say? Okay. Yeah. No. Um, funny, I wrote overthinking again. I must like God must have really been <laughs> Someone's like, Someone's an overthinker. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> but you do it in all of those things or the opposite of that, mm-hmm. you know? Then the other one, I thought this was interesting. These go hand in hand. Either a lack of physical activity where you do nothing uh-huh. or where you do too much physical activity without rest. Yeah. Yes. And I've seen this in both people where it's just like, yes. yeah. I'm going to hyper exercise and just like run around like a crazy person yes. or I'm just going to be a sloth yes. and yeah. do nothing. Yes. 
Like neither are neither one is healthy. Right. Like, yeah. Medium. medium. Where's the medium? I can't seem to find the medium. Because oh, I th- I put both of those. They sound an awful lot like fight, flight, freeze. Yeah. Like oh, one yeah, one's yeah. fight and one is like freeze or flight, whatever you yeah, want. Yeah. And those are stress responses. Okay, now here we're going to get to the good. We're going to get to the good. Okay, yeah. Tell us how. Tell okay, us how. so right. there are actually neutral coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Here's our baby steps. Yes. And these are neither helpful or hurtful. Okay. Okay, they're just, they get, they could be hurtful when they're used in excess. And some neutral coping mechanisms can actually be great when used as a time out strategy. Uh-huh. This is a strategy... And that's a hard word to say, strategy, that helps you to calm down and restore emotional balance. It's a distraction for the right now uh-huh. when your emotions are high and hot and you're in the red zone. Okay. So I actually was thinking about this because I did it with my daughter a couple of weeks ago okay. where she was very upset about something. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, right now when you're in the heat of the moment and you're very upset is not the time to be facing and wrestling with it. It's like, let's... De-escalate. Distract, yeah. distract yourself, yeah, for a time, right? Until Calm you've down. calmed down, mm-hmm. yes, De-escalate. and can and can be rational, right? <laughs> the logic, right? Right. So you have to go into it if you're going to use a neutral strategy or a timeout strategy. You have to go into it knowing it's temporary, mm-hmm. and knowing that you're going to eventually positively cope with the stress or issue you're facing, right? So you just have to you have to go into it knowing. Like, I'm going to watch an episode mm-hmm. of The Office, okay. not I'm going to watch season five. Right. Right. <laughs> you know. Okay. Fair enough. Fine. Where I think, because I think TV and movies and stuff like that can be a great strategy because it just takes your mind off your pain. It makes mm-hmm. you laugh. Yeah. I would say maybe don't watch like a drama. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you watch something funny, like to just calm you down, like I don't see anything wrong with that. Right. Mm. As long as you know in advance, that is it's temporary. temporary. Right. Mm. Another thing, some neutral coping strategies I thought were doing a hobby you love. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. neutral. That's not helpful or because you're not addressing your problem. It's not hurting you right. as long as the hobby you love isn't cooking meth, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. But if you, okay, go, go bake, go on a walk, read a book, read a chapter of a book. Like, Work so, on a sewing project. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go take pictures, whatever it is. And then I put, this is in honor of Jolene, who's not here, clean a room. Yeah. <laughs> if you are the rage cleaner, like, okay, your whole house doesn't need it, but pick a room. Yeah. And go for and it. Get it out. Okay. Because the angst is there. Yeah. So those are some neutral ones. Now, okay, we're, we're inching our way. Because, okay. I mean, we all know when we're, I mean, we can't make wise decisions oh, no. of solving the problems when we're in that mm-hmm. heightened state. So... But just like you said, instead of Netflixing the entire season, yes. set a limit. Where I think, honestly, when I've done that, oh, I'm just going to go sit on the couch and relax and deal with it later. Yeah. But in your head, if you're like, okay, you need to calm down, you're going to watch this and get yes. up and do that. Yep. So, I mean, that's logical. Uh-huh. It's, it's tough. We yeah. told our son that the other day. We're like, okay, you have until 4.30. To feel upset and to wallow and to be sad and upset. Mm-hmm. And then at 4.30, you need to decide because you actually have the ability to choose yes. that you're going to move forward because feeling upset doesn't change anything. Yeah. So 
It's easier to tell your kid than to do it yourself. It is, yeah. but you're also teaching him something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, nobody taught you that. Right. Nobody taught me that or right. Sid. Yeah. No. You know, nobody taught no, us. We definitely, these- this generation, as much as it gets dogged, has way more emotional literacy yeah. than our parents. Yeah. I mean, and that's not their fault. I mean, that's how they were. I mean, it's just yes. a cycle. Okay. So I thought about this and I thought this was super interesting. That studies have shown if we can start to implement good coping skills when we're happy, Mm -hmm. working creatively and have energy, it's possible to stay there. Hmm. Like, that sounds great. That sounds fantastic. Okay. It never occurred to me that it's a choice and that I don't have to get stressed. Like that, that is a tr- it never occurred to me. No, I tried to walk myself through that in my stress today. I said, I know what's a ch- there's a choice mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I can choose to get over it or whatever my mm-hmm. situation it's was. It's hard because it feels good. I mean, yeah. our brains tell us it yeah. feels good. Yeah. It doesn't. Well, and even so, I couldn't quite like figure out. I couldn't. I, I couldn't quite get there. I knew mm-hmm. that I there's a choice, but I wasn't. I'm not quite there yet. But that's so a I'm step. Like, yes, that's a step. I, I'm getting there. It's yes. just I don't know the exact. It's hard yes. changing our way of thinking is hard. So, and it didn't occur to me until I was studying that we approach our mental and emotional health the kind of the same way we approach our physical health where we don't really intervene until there's a problem. Uh Because who goes to the doctor when they're healthy? We go to the doctor when we're really sick. And if you're like me, I don't go to the doctor until I'm like on death's door. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we're not proactive or preventative about our stress. Oh, right. That makes sense. We're only concerned about it when we're on the brink of burnout, about to fall off the cliff. Right. And that's normalized it. Yes. It's just normal in the day. This is a problem. Yeah. This is a problem. I looked at a ton of sources put out by the faith community, doctors, psychologists, therapists, the CDC, and so much of what they said was the same. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, when all of those sources line up, that should be saying, pay attention. When it's like the church, uh, the health community, the government, <laughs> right. like, oh, maybe there's some truth here. <laughs> what do they say? So I want to keep this in mind. Even if right now, if you're listening and you're not on the edge of burnout, keep this in mind so that you can stay happy. Right. Like yeah. if you're in a good place, like let's keep you there. Yeah. And if you're about to fall off the cliff, like let's back you up. Okay. And honestly, this list feels more like a lifestyle uh-huh. than a list of activities and strategies. And that can feel harder. Uh Because we want the solution to be watch an episode of The Office. (laughs) Right. Not change my lifestyle. Right. So I was really, I mean, and I was upset when I was looking at positive coping strategies. I was upset that they weren't like 30-minute activities. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. It was like a list of, this sounds like changing my life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Let's hear this list. If you were looking at five easy steps, like, (laughs) this is... This, this is, is a five-year plan here. Oh, okay. Yeah, the no. Buckle Bucks five-year plan. This is changing your life. But isn't that what we want if our yeah, life yes, is burnout? True. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. One, like we said in the beginning, acknowledge when you have an issue and admit that it is affecting you. Uh-huh. Stop pretending it's not there. Uh-huh. That sounds simple, but that's a pride issue and... Um, I put here too, like... Don't, and because this is what I do. Don't bottle your feelings up. Because uh-huh. I'm an eruptor. Uh-huh. Where then you're screaming about something. It's not about that. So admit when there's an issue. Uh-huh. And admit out loud, this is stressing me out. Like, right. I feel stress. That sounds simple, but it's, you got to admit it. 
I put this to get to the root of the stressor. We talked about that maybe in last week's episode or the episode before, like figure out what about this thing is making me feel threatened? Uh What is the threat I'm perceiving? Okay. Then I put two, be mindful of your go-to poor coping habits Mm -hmm. so you're not as likely to slip into them. Can you say that one one more time? Be mindful of your poor go-to coping habits. So that, because we're really good at talking about, like, well, I can just lay down for five minutes. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to take a 15-minute nap. Yeah, that's nothing. I'm just going to reset here. I'm just going to look at Amazon. I'm not going to put anything (laughs) in my cart. I'm just going to yeah. eat this bowl of ice cream. I mean, um, not the I, didn't whole have, I didn't have dessert. I d- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I deserve a treat. Okay. <laughs> like we're dogs. Okay. This one, take care of your physical body. Uh-huh. We keep saying like your body and your brain are connected. Right. So here are some things. Sleep and rest. Yes. We talked about that. Take your foot off the gas. Oh, yes. That comment has just been with me. It's haunted me all week. Sydney, you weren't here, but if you're going 100 and you take your foot off the gas, you're still going 85. Like, you got to slow down. You have to, you have to let yourself rest and you need to get sleep. I don't like that because that hits me in the heart. mm -hmm. And we're bad about, I mean, we're bad. I put this, eat real food. Because often when we're stressed, we're eating, but it's not real food. It's like, Okay, Snack. did you eat lunch today? Well, I had three Oreos. Okay, that's not real food. Okay, fair. Jolene will tell us. Have you had some water? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she says that to me all the time about any issue. It's like, but you know what? Have you drink water today? She's told me that I've oh. had water and it's helped actually. Yeah. Like I'm like, oh, my body like mm-hmm. was dehydrated and needed water and couldn't function any longer. Yeah, I think she's had to tell me too. Like Becky, coffee doesn't count as water. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, because shut your mouth. <laughs> I had myself my little bubble tea this morning because I was like, that's what I'm going to start my day with. Uh-huh. Has my day been that great? No. So, yeah, just yeah, drink water and eat water. actual food, not candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I put two. There's a couple examples. Um, and, he, and I didn't write out the story, but if you want to go look at it, Elijah in 1 Kings 19, he's having a real bad day. He's having kind of a hissy fit. And do you know what God tells him to do? Eat something and take a short nap. Yeah. He did say that. And he let him do it twice. And then he was able to, like, solve his issues. Elijah in 1 Kings 19. And then there's Hannah in 1 Samuel, I think it's 1, where she's very upset. And then she eats something, and then she comes back, and she's totally fine. She, like, goes and has dinner, and then she's calmed herself down. It's like, you you need (laughs) to eat. This is why I gave you guys food. That's why the binge eating has good intentions at first until you keep going. Yeah. (laughs) I definitely know, like, I need a snack. And I've obviously learned, like, have some, like, I always have protein, protein. bars in my mm-hmm. desk and stuff because, you know, the yeah. candy is fantastic, but it's not. It doesn't do anything. It gives no, you no nutritional value. No. No. Yes. Yeah, so eat real food, drink water. Actually have that down. Exercise. Mm-hmm. One study showed that people who regularly exercise were 25% less likely to develop depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, that's a pretty big drop. Yeah. And they put this to exercise when you feel symptoms of stress coming on. Even a short 10-minute walk can boost your mood. Yeah. Yeah. We know that though, right? We do. We've all done that and been like, oh yeah, I feel better. I feel great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though like the world was falling apart and you were going to the end there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it doesn't have to be like some crazy, 
get out your weights, but just go on a walk. Yeah. Go on a little walk when you start to feel stress and see what it does for you. Like last night I did my dance. I danced in my living room. Yes. And that always makes me feel better. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, felt great last night. Movement helps. I mean, it releases all those Mm -hmm. happy chemicals. Right. So I'll have to try that one. Um, Go outside. They all said go out. There is something. Outside makes a big difference. There is something supernatural that happens to our bodies outside. Like yeah. it is just, that's why I like walking as my exercise because it makes ticks sense. them both off the list. Uh-huh. Like yeah, go outside. Two birds. Even if you don't have like a, like go sit on your porch. Yeah. Go have your coffee on your deck, whatever. Like just your water on your deck. Yeah. <laughs> Watch your inputs. Mm-hmm. Even the CDC recommended turning it all off. Yeah. Like putting the phone down. Turn yeah. the TV off. Um, and then I put even you. Like watch what you're telling you. Right. What are you telling yourself about your stressful circumstance you're walking through? Are you saying it's the end of the world? Sometimes. Um, tell yourself to take a, take a quiet. This, the, the next two are the biggest ones, I think. Don't withdraw, be in community. Yeah. And that's hard because when I'm stressed out, I don't want to be with people. I don't even want to talk to people sometimes. But it's, you need your people to sometimes talk you off a ledge. Yes. Can be like, mm, maybe what you're thinking isn't quite real. Or just be like, I'm praying for you. It's going to be fine. It just, it helps. Don't withdraw, be in community. And the last one is pray. Yeah. But we've watched those, you know, on our thread text. I know we've talked about this before. There's been times where, like, nobody has said anything for, like, five days. And then I know. And then it's like we realize everybody's having a really rough week. Uh But, like, sometimes it'll be like, well, I don't, you know, somebody's having a great day. I don't want to say anything about my bad day. But the moment you, like, release that, Mm -hmm. like, we all care. And Mm -hmm. so it's like. Yeah, great. Fantastic. This person's having a, a great day. You haven't stopped them from having yeah. a great day. You've it just... might rub off on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... you definitely find your community and it doesn't have to be large. No. You do not need 20 people. No, that is... It, I mean, that's definitely not my style. No. For sure. If you have a couple. Mm-hmm. Even if you have one. Even just one. Yeah. One person that can see you. Mm-hmm. So like I said, those are not the strategies I was wanting going into studying for this because it's like, oh, I have to do something that's rough. But I don't want to do these bad things, these bad strategies anymore. I want to, I need to stop pretending like I'm fine when I'm not. Yes. I need to stop numbing and controlling because that doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And just go about fixing the problem. Yeah. All right. This yeah. is a good one. It's a tough one. I wrote it down. Tough one. I will work on it. I well, I will work. I mean, this is like some like <laughs> it's like you said, it's not just a five minute thing. No, sadly. I wish. All right, we will be back next week to talk about Sabbath. Ooh. It's oh, a good one. We'll see you then. Bye. You've been listening to the Girl in a Hill podcast. Please help us out by sharing the podcast with your friends, connecting with us on social media, and leaving a review on Apple Podcast. We're here to climb the hill with you as we all work to stop hiding, start shining, and be the women we were created to be. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.